From Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. You killed it. Thanks. <laughs> it feels appropriate, though. Like, I feel like we're living in good, like, it just it feels like good times. It's just, we're going to play asphalt with death toll, bro. I was talking to a, a friend of mine earlier, and we were talking about Watchmen. And I sort of thought about it and I was like, we are kind of living in a sort of that prequel to the show of Watchmen. Oh yeah. Oh we're, yeah. We're like, we're at the end of the graphic novel, but before the show. Yeah. And we're kind of in an alternate timeline, but not really where, you know, half the population, well, yeah, I guess half the population is wearing masks. Yeah. Not just the cops, but masks. You got a rising of white supremacy. And just the other day I saw a, Big black dude with his dick out, just walking around. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. Huge. That's weird. Well hung. He was just walking around with his dick out? Mm-hmm. It was hot outside, man. I mean, it is hot, yeah. Uh, How was your week? It was cool. I got my flu shot today. Um, yeah. Congratulations. I mean, I It's figured, not even flu season yet. I mean, yeah, but that's this is the best time to get it. Like it's better to get it before the flu season hits, because like it takes at least two weeks for, you know, you to build immunity. So you want to get the flu shot before the flu is going around, because people always say that flu shot doesn't work because you got it in flu season and it takes two weeks. So if you get it in between those two weeks, then oh. yes, yeah, you might get it. So so that's why. Yeah. So you, which is like I got it from. I mean, actually, Amanda gave it to me. I went to see her work and she gave it to me. Really? Yeah. Every time I think about flu shots, it always gets me like it, it. It makes me thinking about when I worked for a company. I won't say its name. I'll just say shitty H E B. Now I can say it's not H E B. Like I have to say it's not H E B. I've never worked at H E B. I actually enjoy H E B. So it's like H E B, but you know, shitty. Yeah. So yeah, I remember I worked. Would there. you say that it's crappy with a K? Yeah, that actually works too. Like it's crappy with a K. It's shitty H E B. So when I was working at shitty H E B, I remember we had to get flu shots over there. And they were asking us, like, you know, giving us ideas, give them ideas on how we could boost sales of flu shots. And I was telling them, like, every time that we do a lot of flu shots is when people are, you know, aware of the flu. Like, I remember whenever we had the bird flu was around, we did a lot of flu shots then. Mm -hmm. Swine flu came around, we did a lot of flu shots then. I remember, like, four people in Conroe died of the flu once, and then we did a lot of flu shots then. So it's always, like, whenever it's in the... Zeitgeist. Did you do a lot of flu shots during the X Games? No. Because the tricks were sick. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Wait. 
when you hit it, I knew it was gonna. I was like, I that's not the rim shot. That's not the rim shot. It's not that one. Yeah. I'm afraid to touch these other buttons. Let's see. Let's just see if this is one. Coming to you live. <laughs> Coming to you live. <sighs> what the fuck was that? You know, let's just leave it there. That's appropriate. That, that is appropriate. That's the one that's appropriate. So yeah. anyway, you uh, you were given a lot of flu shots during the height of flu yeah. knowledge. So when they're asking me, I'm like, well, how about you, you know, just put out a, an ad. On TV, not even not scaring people, just letting people know what, like you know, that, that it's flu season. You should get your flu shot or whatever. And they're like, uh, not that. What we want you to do is we want you to make announcements on the PA system. You know that thing that you never listen to when you're in the store. Mm-hmm. We want you to do that. Mm. And they want you. To- oh, you mean the thing that sounds like uh, a a drive-through window speaker that has been busted with a baseball bat and shitted on by several pigeons. Yeah, usually like it cuts into like a Counting Crows song that you're hearing on the thing. It like it because it's like it's got like like you hear that and then you hear about Counting Crows again mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but yeah, they want us to do that instead, and I was just like because and they were, they're saying because we really care about getting people the flu shots and i was like eh, it sounds like they do care. you i mean because you can have i feel like even now like you have you can have commercials where you have like claymation people dancing to like flow rider but you can't give a flu shot ad but you care so yeah that's why that's a shitty hcb I mean, it makes sense. The yeah. one that I go to is very shitty. Yeah. It's like it a- reminds me of the grocery store in the Big Lebowski where you first meet the dude and you're just like chilling in like this really shitty grocery store buying cream or whatever he was. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. he wrote a check for it. Which yeah. is fucking, it's <laughs> like one of the funniest jokes. Um, how was your week, though? Uh, how was my week? It was cool, I think. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's better than not all right. It's definitely better than not all right. Um, shout out to the teachers out there, man. Yeah, they're just being thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Just being thrown out there and on the right across the coals. Been talking to a couple of my teacher friends lately, and uh, it's uh, it's not really being talked about that much anymore because there's so many other things going on. Like every week, there's just a new story that takes, you know, top headlines. Yeah. But um, it's still a very real thing out there, man. Teachers are going through it, and it's stressful, and it's it's hard enough as it is. So just compacting all this COVID shit on top of it is, you know, it, it sucks. Yeah. But um, shout out to all you teachers out there. Shout out to the hospital workers out there, too. The frontline people. Frontline people. Yeah, shout out to, who else are we shouting out? Shout Jan- out? Janitors. Definitely. Shout janitors. out to janitors. Shit, because I know you're working like triple time now. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to... Uh, Food service. Yeah. Delivery drivers. Yep. Um, shout out to... DoorDash employees. Yep. Or contractors. 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 Oh, speaking of... <laughs> speaking of... Indip- oh, you know what we should do first? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, at State Your Take. And uh, check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. All the social things. All the social things. Check out our merch store. Just go to our Instagram page and see all the shit that we have on there. This is episode 99, bro. 99. 99. Taking over for... Wait, how does it go? Taking over for 99 and In 2000. Yeah, fuck. Man. All right. So I did just come from like a pretty intense workout, so my brain is not quite there yet. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so I'm going to be even stupider than usual. Juby's fine. Like He's not hurting. I'm sure he's yeah. fine. 
He, we, his feelings aren't hurt. But yeah, this is episode 99 into the 2000. Yeah. Or the, or the 100. Yeah. It's okay. You're, you explained yourself. You explained yourself. <laughs> but anyway, um, what were we talking about before? We were talking about um, shout out to yeah. the first responders. Shout out to everybody out there who's still working. Yeah. Dealing with shit. People spitting in your face. Ugh. Or, you know. You're getting mad when you ask them to wear a mask. Like it was your job to do that. Like I'm just, I'm gonna. Like, they're just cash. I hate when people like get mad at the person that's asking to wear a mask. Like it's not their policy, man. Yeah. Like they're just doing their job. Let them work. Yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. Right. Stop yelling at people. It's the same deal when they're just say like, I'm sorry, I can't split your check eight different ways. Yeah, it's just a policy, man. It's, like, policy. it's not me, dude. It I is don't, not me. I have no say so here. Asshole. Bongos were a little low. It's okay. I think they were like they were. I think they were like clapping them a bit. Yeah, quiet bongos. I can't wait till we have like some actually just real bongos. Dude, I've dope. I've seriously thought about it, and it would be it's gonna be so fucking fun. That'd be amazing. Like I just have a like we don't even have man. We just have a guy with bongos. Julio, It'd be dope. That would be great. It's a flex. It is a super hard flex. Um, uh, it's been quite a week. A lot of shit. We got man. a lot of shit to talk about. And like a fertilizer plant, yeah, or just like a big pile of cow shit, <laughs> or that. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't want to do like gloom and doom again. We tried not to because just... last week was very gloom and doom. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, um, and if you haven't heard that episode, get a lot of good response on that last episode with our friend Ryan from the Worst of the Best podcast. Yeah, um, he was he was a great guest. He was very honest. I'm sure that it was. I, I, I'm sure that there was parts of discomfort mm-hmm. there, but I'm glad that he, you know, like braved through that discomfort because I mean those are the talks we have to have sometimes. Yeah, man. Um, so we're gonna go. It's hard to say we're not gonna go gloom and doom given this first story that we're gonna get into. But before we go gloom and doom, we're gonna do a little fun stuff. We're gonna talk about a dog because everybody likes dogs, right? Yeah, who doesn't love dogs? <laughs> I don't know, Can I dude. pet that dog? <laughs> Can I pet that dog? <laughs> Get up and get down. Love dogs. We're going to talk about a dog of history, a dog of great import, a port importance in the country of Chile. Yes. Not Chile's, but Chile. Yeah, one is a country in South America and one is a mediocre restaurant. Yeah. Right. Do not confuse the two. Do you think they have Chili's in Chile? I hope not. I figured they have better food than that. But they're like a they're like a global. There's probably one in like the Argent oh, Santiago Airport or something like that. Probably. Yeah, that's 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 the presses me though. Like I'd hate to go to Chile, Chile and then go to a Chili's. But what if like the Chili's in Chile was just regional, and so they didn't serve like baby back ribs, and but it was they like sh- fire food. Yeah, it was just like amazing. South American cuisine, and they and they, and they love chilies down there. Like it's amazing over there. Like, it's <laughs> chilies is awesome. But then they also give you like the shake your go home take home margarita things. Yeah. That, okay. Now, okay. You you've made a case. I made a case. You made a case. We're gonna talk about El Negro Marapacos, the black cop killer. That's right. <laughs> We're starting things off with a murderous <laughs> with a murdering dog. Is it, but the thing is, like, this is black. It doesn't say like dog in that. It's just says yeah. black cop killer. Like, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Wow, that must be. It's like is that iced tea. Like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up on Law and Order. Right. Uh, 
El Negro Marapacos, and I'm saying that with the little accent on it, and I know, I know that it's not right, and I know somebody who actually speaks Spanish is screaming at their probably punching their dad phone right, right now, yeah. hating me. Dun, dun. Uh, so from this point on, I'm just going to call him El Negro, or El Negro. We'll call him El Negro. Uh, he was a stray dog who began showing up to support Chilean student protesters in 2011. He gained fame for never hurting a civilian, but always turning aggressive against the police. He was uh, fiercely protective of the protesters, and he would accompany them into the thick of danger. Now, this is the kind of story that uh, uh, Disney needs to acquire the rights to, to make a, a feature film, I would say, because they love making stories about animals Or they'll humans. just wait till someone else makes a movie, and then they'll steal it. The Negro <laughs> was always on the front lines, and they're, they're, they showed this photo of uh, the, these people getting... Uh, hosed with a water cannon on top of a tank and then there's in the corner uh el negro just fucking barking away because you know dogs will bark at a hose anyway but then when you when you have a hose that is being sprayed by the nasty cops by the man by the man it just makes it even worse he has all the more um zeal and motivation to bark like i'm barking for two things now Mm -hmm. yeah i hate water can i hate hoses any, anyway, but I hate the police even more. I hate you hoes with the hoses. Yeah. You hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> he gave no fucks. Here he is making love to his lady friends in front of the cops, uh, paint splutter tanks, and it shows him fucking fucking a dog. And there's another dog, female dog, walk, watching on, waiting her turn. Because this, this guy... It's so weird. It's weird, but he's kind of like, you know, he's Nightwing. He fucks, dude. Like, he has no... <laughs> He has no he has no uh, qualms about telling you how horny he is. Um, there's like tons of photos of this dude. He was very. Um, it, it seemed like he was a very smart dog because every photo he's. I, I don't. He, he was a stray dog. He had no owner, but he's he's healing or not healing. But he's what's the when you say it? Just tell a dog heal, like when they stand behind your 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 leg. Like what is the action verb of that like oh, what is the no i don't know i don't know man but whatever he's he's standing behind his uh his protester homies um but he understood who whose side was right and whose side was wrong and he stood with his homies um he was always barking at the dogs or at the cops and because of this he has become an icon a literal icon damn near i say a saint in the country of Chile. Saint Black Cop Killer. Saint Black Cop Killer. Actually, it's uh, the patron saint of protesters and street dogs. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. It, and actually, he's become so iconic that um, whenever you see a, like a painting or a mural of a black silhouette dog with a red bandana tied around their neck, people know that's the Negro. Marapacos. Black cop killer. Yeah. And actually a really great um rendition of I guess it's kind of like a Game of Thronesian style photo or illustration of like the wolf, but it's like kind of I don't know, it's stylized. It's cool. I would give it that as like a I don't know, maybe like an album cover or something like that. Maybe <laughs> or like a phone cover or whatever like that. But um this is a dog that has his own float in a uh like what like what do you have it? Like um like a parade? Yeah, a parade float. Yeah, like he has his own parade float. Um, 
There's tons of fan art. Skulls. Yeah. I mean, like, this is I would a, love a float. This is a dog that we're talking about. Yeah, I love a float. Just. Unfortunately, he is no longer with us. He passed away in 2017. Um, but I mean, here's a I mean, that's 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 what legends are made of, right? Yeah. And then now, in this day and age, the year 2020, I have yet to see a four-legged friend come to our aid in these streets. No, they just be biting us and shit. So I am, at this moment right now, making a plea, a call to arms, or pause. Call to pause. A call to pause to all my four-legged friends out there. If you're listening, and if you can understand me, know that we need you. We need your help. Yeah. We need you to help fight back the oppressor. We need you on our side. We need, we need, the, we need you good boys. And good girls. Yeah. Get out here. Help us. You're our only hope. Another thing, I just think it's also funny that um, we know, there's a generation now that knows Ice-T as being as a cop, didn't cop killer. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of It's weird, weird, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, nobody even knows he's a rapper. Exactly. And he hasn't really done. People know him as a, a cop on Law and Order, and like some kind of like weird horny husband to his wife. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He is a cop killer, though. He also plays Destiny a lot, and I, I'm pretty sure I ran into him at one point online. <laughs> it was weird. It was, it was, it was a weird experience. Speaking of weird experiences, pretending you're black when you're not, I think that's prime weirdo behavior. That's up there, man. This is not how <laughs> if this happened one time in my life, I would have been like, wow, that's an experience that I never thought that I would hear. Yeah. But now we're here we are again. Yeah. The sequel. Rachel Dolezal to Appropriation Boogaloo. Jessica Krug has been lying through her pearly white ass teeth about being black ass, blackity black. I hear capping. For the man. Capping tough. Dateline! George Washington University professor admits she has been pretending to be black. In a post titled, The Truth and the Anti-Blackness of My Lies. <laughs> Who you gonna believe? Me or your lying eyes? I am not a culture vulture. I am a culture leech. God damn. Well, first of all, looking at this woman... Um, what do you think? Are you buying it? No. I'm not buying that shit, dog. I don't think that I would. Buy. First of all, the dye job on the hair—it looks <laughs> like if it was, like like if I went to George Washington University and they say we have black first, I'm like who? Who? Her? Whom? That one? Huh? Nah, Sam. Where? Nah, fam. Nah, fam. No. Nah. No. I'm, I wouldn't buy it at all. Um, a prominent activist and professor of African American history at George Washington University has admitted that she has pretended to be a black woman. See, that's interesting to me because Rachel Dolezal wasn't she like the head of the chapter of the NAACP in her yes, city? She was. Yes, she was. And then here comes this lady. She's a professor of African American history at George Washington University. Ultimately, two very um, admirable positions to be in. Yeah. Considering. Yeah. It's not like they're out here uh, pretending to be black and, you know, uh, perpetuating negative stereotypes about black people about, you know, being welfare or being like a whatever. Um, gener generally uplifting, upstanding citizens, right? Yeah. So it's kind of weird that the, uh, God damn it. I thought I put that on silent. 
okay. It's kind of weird that the uh, the cult the 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 undercurrent of it all is a basis of lies, right? It's so strange to me. I just don't understand because you can you can teach Af- African American history and not be black. It's not like a prerequisite to teach it. If anything, don't it, you think it should be though? Nah, I mean, I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, I think it's admirable that you want to learn that much about it, and I think. Which, but that also thing, that's another thing too. It's like you, if you know African American history, that you know what's been going on with African American people, and yet you still do this. Mm-hmm. It's like what, like your your entire educational background is about African American history. So I'm sure there's a lot of strife in that history that you're reading about. It's, and you, and then you do this. It's... Well, Jessica Krug, who was 38 wrote on the blog website Medium that her various identities have been built on a, quote, toxic soil of lies. She's very... Um, she's great with the wordplay. Yeah, she's very... Uh, she's a great writer. She's, in fact, a Jewish woman from Kansas City. <laughs> um, she revealed that she had assumed many false identities, including North, Af- North African blackness, U.S.-rooted blackness, and Caribbean-rooted Bronx blackness. What is... Very specific. That... Which means that she was probably trying to pass off as Dominican. God. I have not only claimed the, uh, these identities as my own when I had absolutely no right to do so. When doing so is the very epitome of violence, of thievery, and appropriation of the myriad ways in which non-black people continue to use and abuse black identities and cultures. But I have formed intimate relationships with loving, compassionate people who have trusted and cared for me when I have deserved neither trust nor caring. Okay. I'm trying to process that. So, obviously, at some point, she, she must have dated a man <laughs> who she had convinced that she was a person of color. I don't know who that man was, man. I don't know who that man was either. But let, let's just like, let's just walk let's just walk through that first night let's, of let's walk through it. Let's walk through that first night of intimacy that right. they probably had together. Okay. All right. I'm here. We're walking. They meet 7 p.m. at the local Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He orders the ribs. She orders. A chicken Caesar salad. I think they'll probably get Southwest egg rolls as the appetizer too. Definitely got Southwest egg rolls. Yeah. And they definitely got two strawberry lemonades. Also, or a presidential margarita to give you the shake. Or a presidential margarita. Yeah, you're right. Uh, because you have to you have to live the lie. Yep. Right? They eat, enjoy many laughs, talk about their favorite episodes of Moesha. Or Martin. And girlfriends. Yeah. They leave the restaurant holding hands, giggling. They go in for an embrace. She says to him, why don't you come back to my place? He graciously accepts. Open the door. Clothes fly off. Ass gets torn up. Lots of screaming, lots of moaning, lots of panting, lots of sweating. And in a moment of desperation, in order to maintain the lie, she decides that she's going to go to the kitchen, butt naked, and treat her man to a nice, generous plate of oxtails. <laughs> so it's just oxtails in a place just for the lie. He accepts. 
He goes to take a bite of oxtail, and he notes, it doesn't taste like anything. (laughs) (laughs) This lacks some seasoning, but she she just let me hit raw, and uh, I'm going to get to stay tonight, so I'm not going to say nothing, but maybe she's just... Maybe she's just tired. Maybe she just doesn't know what she's... I don't know. But he looks past it. Red flag number one. They wake up the next day. He notices her hair is, is unwrapped. Not a bonnet. Ooh. Not a wrap. Ooh. No curlers. Ooh. Nothing. Red flag number two. Probably a, probably not even a silk, um, a silk pillowcase. Just regular pillowcase. Regular no, pillowcase. Okay. Red flag number three. She says, oh, I need to hop in the shower real quick. I'll be right back. She hops in the shower. He sits there on the bed getting dressed. He notes when she comes out, her hair sopping wet. Ooh, red flag number five. He looks past all of this. All of it. To say... Yeah. She's got a good job. She's got a nice nice background. She's close with her family. She's smart. She tells me that she's Dominican. We added other words to that. So he, he goes in the shower after her. Mm-hmm. He goes in the shower, he knows that there's no washcloth in there. <laughs> <laughs> also when he walks he when he when he walks past her, he sees soap suds <laughs> only on the waist up. <laughs> blinded by love. Blinded by love. Just missed all these signs. Wherever you are, brother, we feel for you. We understand you. Yeah. It happens to all of us, man. Hey, man. It happens to every single We all miss those flags sometimes, we, man. Sometimes we skip through a meadow of red flags and we just... I will say, like... She's she's very she was very convincing, you know what I'm saying? Like other than the actual appearance. Yeah. Being, you know, she's going to a cupboard, I see a salt and pepper in the cupboard. You can't just you can't just uh become an African American studies major or an African American history. history professor at the George Washington University. You can't just do that. Yeah. You got to earn those ranks, yeah. right? But then again, I guess maybe you can. So who knows? Speaking of earning rank, uh, I don't even know how to get into this, but um, Fort Hood. Yeah, there's no good way to get into that shit. Is the tenth circle of hell? It like appears to be like. Seems like a murder camp. It is a very dangerous place to be. Um, I think at the time of reading this, there are 28 soldiers that have gone missing. Either by uh, murder, accidents, suicide, illness, um, a lot of deaths to happen at one post. And I asked my, I asked our buddy Johnny, who's a friend of the show. I was like, how? I was like, I don't know anything about this. And it's going to sound like a stupid question, but is this kind of normal for for these posts? He's like, no, this is excessive. He's like, this kind of stuff happens on on post. I guess that's what they call it. Um. Every every post has their cases of violence and crime, but this one is in particularly 
um, alarming. Motherfuckers just die? Motherfuckers just die. Motherfuckers be getting raped. Motherfuckers be stealing. Motherfuckers be going missing. Motherfuckers be getting sick. Oh, shit. I mean, fuck, man. Um, Here's the thing, though. Fort Hood is... This isn't even their worst year. Last year, in 2019, they had 38 deaths. What? 2018, they had 28. 2017, they had 29. 2016, they had 37. Um, Most of them seem to come from accidents or suicide. There have been um, some that have been undetermined, which is very strange. That's good to me because it's like, I remember um, it was, I remember when they said they found Vanessa Gann's body. And they said, like, it was, I think they said it was, like, a dismembered, like, in the, the cement block or something like that. Right. And then everyone was, like, um, you know, they everyone was surprised that somebody came out and said she was murdered. And I was like, no shit. Yeah. Like, you think she just kind of fell into pieces in the in cement? Like, what are you talking, like, how is that news to say, oh, she was murdered? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think you kept it obvious. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, if somebody goes missing... The first thought, I don't know about you, but the first thought that to me is foul play. Well, yeah. And then when they're missing for days, weeks, th- there's no pot, like there's, there's like a very small percentage of a chance that this story is going to have a happy ending. Yeah. As, as each day goes by, it just gets worse and it gets worse. worse chances, and worse. Yeah. But even then, when you hear dismembered, left in cement, you're just like, that? That's what that's the ending? Yeah. That's how far they had to take it? Yeah. Like it like I just don't understand like what is is going on. I asked another friend of mine, Joe, from the Hampton Roads experience. Okay. Uh, we went to high school together. He yeah. served in Afghanistan. I said, "What is it about this profession that draws these types of people to it?" And he was just like, "Dude, it's the fucking power." It's the fucking idea that you can go from being overlooked, underappreciated, undervalued to enlisting. They give you some fatigues. They give you a gun. They send you over overseas. You could possibly see combat. You could possibly not see combat, but it doesn't matter. When you come home, in certain circles, you are beloved. You are respected. In some ways, you're feared. And some people just fucking want to feel... Like they're they're being noticed. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get no, I get that. But that's that's a, that's a, that's a scary thought though. That'll come to this though that you know murder and these kind of, and like murders and rapes are just this rampant mm-hmm. in a army base. You know what I'm saying? Because like we, when you think of the army, though, all the way that it's portrayed, it's you know you think of like discipline and you know and duty. And honor and all those other things, and it's like, but it seems like it's like a murder rape camp. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you seen that video floating around? It went viral a couple of weeks ago, where the dude was asking his other like soldiers, uh, "Why'd you join the army?" And everyone was like, "I don't fucking know." I saw that shit. One was like, "I don't fucking know," and the other one, I don't know if he was joking or not, but one of them was like, "I wanted to make a down payment on a charger." I know, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's just kind of like that's kind of sad, right? It's but that's the thing though. I remember because I remember um, I was in high school. Like, I was a senior when nine eleven happened, you know, so I remember like a lot of people had a plan to go to the army mm-hmm. because they just like because you know they they give you 
um, all these benefits and like Mad Page just like right out of high school, you just go to the army. So a lot of people had that plan. And then them tower, then them towers came down. And I was like, I don't know about this no more. Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah, so I remember that mass exodus. Everybody was like saying, just like kind of backpedaling out of the army, right? Army plans, plans. So right, I it mean, was it was either you had plans to go to the military, and then nine yeah. eleven happened, and you were just like, I don't know, or nine eleven happened, and something in your side inside your brain just clicked on, and you were like, let's fucking go, and right. that usually led to the people who, you know, probably should not have been. I mean, some, yeah, yeah, some signing up, some for sure. It's a uh, so I mean that's it, but you like that sentiment you said it's there. Like even even because before nine eleven, that was the thought. It's like you know we get these benefits, you know I get a gun. Like at the time, at the time there was something really going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just kind of go, you do your time, and then you come out and you get all these benefits from the government. So right to a lot of people, it, was like, it seemed like a sweet deal. Yeah, and I mean I think it's probably so when I saw that video. I was like, that it reminded me of like people talking in high school before nine eleven happened about their why they're going to the army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, rest in peace to all those soldiers that uh, have lost their lives, not just in Fort Hood, but everywhere on base in this country, and had no nobody really looking into it or nobody really giving them any justice for that. So. Are you sad yet? <laughs> I hope you're not crying on your dashboard. Or yeah, I hope you're not crying into that bowl of cereal. Yeah. Um. Here's something to kind of be in a good mood about. Your boy, Chris Stapleton, out here championing for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Dateline. Chris Stapleton on Black Lives Matter. I don't know how you could think they don't. The photo that they use right here, he looks a little like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, he does. It's a lot of hair. Because Rob Zombie also wears a cowboy hat. Yeah. And like, if you didn't tell me, I would have been like, damn, Rob Zombie looks like he's gained <laughs> a little weight. But um, no, that's, that's uh, Chris Stapleton. He's, uh, I guess, a very famous country music singer. Yeah. And um, is Taylor Swift still considered country music or is she like pop I think, now? I don't think she's still country anymore. No, I think she's pop now. But she was like, Super outspoken about all this shit a few weeks ago. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, didn't see that coming. No, didn't either. Um, it's cool, like when you see, because I remember, I think I remember Dolly Parton came out. Oh, we gotta talk about Dolly. Yeah, Dolly Parton came out. Like, I think it was like two weeks ago. Dolly Parton came out here and shut y'all asses up. Yeah, and and but think about it, the the reason why Chris Stapleton like hits different than Dolly Parton to me because like Dolly Parton is Dolly Parton. Like she can do it for once at this point. Right. It's like she could she could. Is Dolly Parton married? I don't know. You think I got a chance? I mean, you might. Like, you definitely got age on your side. Because, like, you know, she may want she want, she may want a young thing. She might. So, I mean. And I'm funny. Yeah, like. I'm I mean, charming. Yeah, she's just shot, man. I mean, she's she's got a part of that universe, man. Like, and she was the one that was responsible for the um, the Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, you know, uh, like dating, like remember that four, like you put four, four photos of yourself. Yeah, 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 that was her thing. It's like she started that. Yeah. So, so shout out to Dolly Parton, man. Like yeah. being, being in tune with the culture. Right. Um, yeah, but like with Dolly, with Dolly Parton, it's like it's your Dolly Parton. Like you're, like her, like her, her legacy is solid. Like it doesn't matter what she's at this point. She can do whatever she wants. So with Chris Stapleton, he's very much in the industry right now. So, you know, like he's still in there making music. And, it's really, and even though he's a pretty big name, right? He's still kind of establishing himself, and he could have done something to the point that 
could have angered his fan base because I mean I don't want to disparage. I'm not saying I'm not saying all country music fans are you know the same voices that are kind of like you know what abouting these issues, but I'm saying it's a lot of them. Like I'm saying, yeah. it's more in that genre than I would say in the hip hop or R and B. Well, the what ab- the what abouters are are more than likely listening to country music. Yeah, like you're like, they, like you're you're also watching the CMAs. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So it's like I don't. Yeah, but so he's the fact that he can come out and say this, even though he's very much well steeped into everything going on. Because remember Dixie Chicks and what happened with them when they were talking about George Bush and what oh, happened. With, yeah, man. like so you so you saw that. Shout out to the Dixie Chicks, man. Yeah, so you you saw that. And you can you saw what we could risk from getting that, and you just still came out and just said, "No, nah, like I don't see how you don't see how this is a matter. This is a matter." I think everybody should be doing more. He said, "It's time for me to listen, and it's time for other folks to listen." Listening to other perspectives and learning about people's fears shook the Tennessee whiskey singer views on society to their core. You know, I thought we were living in a different country, and that's a hundred percent real. He said, "I feel like the country that I thought we were living in was a myth." When asked to comment on Black Lives Matter, Stapleton mirrored common sense takes by Dolly Parton and other outspoken country art country stars. Do I think Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. I don't know how you could think they don't. Uh, shout out to WideOpenCountry.com for um, saying that that's a common sense take. Yeah. Um, I think we have a lot of work to do, you know, as individuals and as a society, Stapleton added. And if you don't think that, I think you're not looking. Shout out to fucking Chris Ableton, man. I'm saying like it's just like I mean, he didn't really disparage it. You know, we just kind of said like you know this is he came from he he said it coming from a place that like he he thought what a lot of people thought that you know America land of the free home of the brave all that stuff that everyone like you think it and it's I don't I'm not a matter of thinking it but it's like just look at what's happening around you just read the room man like I mean there's some there's some chinks there's some like inconsistencies in that story. I'm not saying like I don't want to sit here and just bash America. I mean, I think I think America is just a conflicted place, like any like most of the countries are. Like you can't just think everything here is just sunshine and rainbows. I mean, there's there's opportunity here, but there's some darkness here too. You got you get you gotta you gotta accept both of it. Might give that album a couple spins this week just for <laughs> just for the just for the culture, just off the strength, just yeah. on the strength. Um, okay. So let me ask you a question. Shoot. What does defund the police mean? Well, clearly it means to get all the police off the streets mm-hmm. and have the streets burn in anarchy and um I you know, punching babies and kicking puppies and um I don't know, ripping teddy bears apart, uh smashing Stopping on flower beds. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Because it sounds like, to me, you don't quite understand what the word defund means. So it's not destroying rainbows? No. No, you can't destroy a rainbow. A rainbow is a... Uh, it's a, it's a sure you can. It's it's when light sure punctures through... No, sure you can. A, a, a water. I read it in a meme. Or you something. definitely destroy a rainbow. No, you can't. I saw it in a meme. You can't do that. I saw it in a meme. Um, defund, according to Merriam-Webster... Is a verb, and it means to withdraw funding from. Okay. Okay. So. So you get that. I mean, yeah, we're drawing. Yeah, we're withdrawing money. Yeah. From the police, 
which then destroys it, and then our homes burn. Mm, mm, mm. You're going too far. Am I? You're going a little bit too far. Sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, bring, I'm gonna bring you back. Sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take defund and I'm gonna shorten it, and I'm gonna just bring you the definition of D. D E. D E. D E. D E. Is a prefix. Gotcha. And it means do the opposite of, reverse of, remove, reduce, get off of. Right. You know, so you're going to be getting off of the funding. You're going to be reducing, reducing the, funding. the funding. You're going to be removing. So there's still some the funds funding. there. There's still some funds there. There's still some funds there. There's still some funds there. So defunding the police means reallocating or redirecting some of those funds that we're going to take away from the police and give to other government agencies oh. funded by local municipality. Oh, like, okay. So it's like you're taking money from the police and like giving it to, um, like, I don't know, like the social work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, I don't know. Like, if for instance, like if there's a if there's a dog that's running around, mm-hmm. and you can like I don't know have like a dog catcher instead of like, I don't know a dog uh, a cop to come and shoot the dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you can also put some of that money into uh, public schools. Okay, you can put that money into public parks. Oh, and you can put that money cool. into um, infrastructure like repairing roads and uh, you know. Bus stations. Like potholes and shit. Yeah, you can pick up some potholes. You yeah. paint, paint some streets. Make sure the lines are painted down. Yeah, because they be faded sometimes. Yeah, they be getting faded. I be in two lanes sometimes. I can't see where I'm, where I'm going. Yeah, man. It'd be like a Saturday night. Just be getting faded. Yeah. Um. So, no. It does not re- It does not mean we're going to be abolishing the police department. It does so not mean we're going to be getting rid of police officers. Okay. All it's going to mean is that the work... And the methods right. of policing is going to have to change. Yeah. So, like, all right. So, like, if there is a person that has, like, a mental health issue mm-hmm. and we could send, like, someone an expert mental health instead of saying, like, an armed police officer has nothing, knows nothing about dealing with mental health patients. Right. Uh, See, I think you're getting the hang of it now. Uh, I think you're starting yeah. to understand. All right. So, if you're listening to this, and why wouldn't you be? Yeah. We sound great. We're one of the best podcasts in the city. Yeah. If not the best. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you have some sort of misconception about what it means to defund the police and you're spreading memes or you're sharing stories that are perpetuating misinformation. About destroying rainbows. About destroying rainbows. And you're using scare tactics into convincing other like-minded individuals who may not be too familiar what this whole concept really means, uh, you're part of the problem. Okay. Because we can't advance this conversation and really do anything about this concept until we get more people to really understand what it's about. Okay. Once you fully understand what it's about, then feel free to make your choice. Or your meme. Or your meme. But please... For the love of fucking everything, if there's one thing that 2020 has taught us, it's that spreading misinformation is just as damaging 
<laughs> as rioting and looting. So just to be clear, like we're not punching puppies. Not today. No. We're not kicking babies. No, no. We're not mashing flower beds. No, no, no. We're not doing that. We're not like just going to go like riot through Target. Did you hear me earlier? I read a story about a dog that was protesting on our behalf. Yeah, Why yeah. would you punch a puppy? I don't I don't know because that's what Why I hear. Why would you do that? Whenever I hear you from the police, that's what I heard before. I just want to make sure that I'm clear that that's not what we're doing. No, man. No, man. That's not what we're doing. All right. So, yeah. No. All right. I'm, I'm, we're, clear. We're, we're clear now. That's all. We're clear. All right. Cool. Clear. <sighs> we got to talk about some real bad news. We're going to talk about this fucking lady in South America who is a monster? Just fucking weird. Can we just call her a monster? Yeah, I think monster fits. Monster definitely fits. I'm just going to read the story, and you guys are going to have to... It's, Please, it's your, yo, keep up. It's your responsibility Try to keep, to up, keep up. Because yo, there's a lot going on here. A oh lot my. of moving parts. Uh <laughs> I've read it two times. I'm still confused. If you're doing anything and we ha- you have this on in the background, stop. Stop everything you're doing. If you're working out, stop. Or if you can, or, and if you whatever if ever, whatever you're doing is too, um, what's the word? Uh, attention in- grabbing. Mm-hmm. Just listen to it later when you have left because you're not gonna. I guess I read it twice. I still know what's going on. I'm about to lose you reading the headline. Okay, Jesus you ready? Christ. You ready? You ready? Buckle in. Dateline. Celebrity politician accused of masterminding husband's murder with five of the couple's 55 kids. Boom. A singer-turned-politician is accused of masterminding the brutal murder of her husband, once her adopted son, with the help of their five of 55 kids. A gospel singer-turned-celebrity politician is accused of masterminding... I'm reading it three times because you need to understand what we're trying to say here. A gospel singer. Gospel. For the Lord. Singer is uh, turned celebrity politician. Two words that should never, ever go together ever again after this year. Should ne- never, never, ever in fucking life should we use the term celebrity politician in real, actual terms. Never. We shouldn't do it anymore. Those are two things that need to be separated. Oil and water. Okay? Not yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Oil and water. Okay? Yeah. Celebrity politician. Gospel singer is accused of masterminding the brutal assassination of her husband, who was once her adopted son, with the help of the couple's 55 children. Five, five. Here's the hardest part of this story. Pronouncing her fucking name. Brazil's Flordelis? I think it's Florida, yeah, Flordelis? Dos Santos de Souza, a rags-to-riches celebrity whose story was documented in a popular film, is fighting to avoid jail time over a 2019 murder. Anderson de Carmo, 42, was discovered shot 30 times, mostly in the groin, in the garage of the family's home in Rio de Janeiro in June that year. His 59-year-old wife, known to her fans as Flor de Lis, claims he had been killed in a botched robbery, insisting she is devastated by her husband's death and that she is in- innocent. Florida Lise met and adopted Mr. De Do Carmo in 1991 when he was 14 and she was 30. They married in 1998 after becoming romantically involved. The couple, both celebrities in Brazil, are understood to have adopted 51 children and had four of their own. That's right. 51 children. Yeah. A football team. Or at least like a work stable. 
Floralise began adopting children in 2015 after taking pity on youths whose lives were surrounded by violence in Rio's infamously impoverished and crime-ridden streets. That's what's going to happen in Joe Biden's America. This has all added to her status as a politician and celebrity of Christian values and secured her place as a powerful and popular figure within Brazil's conservative Social Democratic Party. In the 2018 general election, she won 197,000 votes, the most achieved by a woman in the state of Rio de Janeiro. But despite her popularity and her claims of innocence, prosecutors in Rio say that they have now found evidence proving that Floralise ordered the assassination of her husband. Heavily armed police arrived, arrested five of her children and one granddaughter, but were unable to detain Floralise since she enjoys par parliamentary parla parliamentary parla parliamentary parliamentary all right i think i i almost thought i was going to lose a letter in there <laughs> uh she enjoys immunity yep now police are calling on politicians to change the rules so that they can arrest her what a fucking job yeah can't get arrested cuz you're a politician yeah so now you got to go talk to the politicians that she politics with to try to get her get them to change the rules so that you can arrest her Right, it's like she killed her. She killed her, 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 her son husband. Yeah, her sonbiz, her husband. <laughs> like, yeah, like I think that's grounds to change the rule. I will say though, it is a little comforting as an American to hear other people's governments being so fucked up. I think because it's not just ours. Oh yeah, it's never. Yeah, it's, I know, it's, it's, and, and it's I knew that it's never just right. ours. But right. this is like, if this happened here, like this would be, this would be top top of the pops, right? Top story. Yeah, this would be like I don't know Wednesday these days. Yeah, it would be hump day in America. Right. They say she tried to poison her husband at least six times over several months before telling several children to stage a break in at the family home and kill him. Six times. She just missed six. What times. were you using? Just, just whiffing. <laughs> like, what were you using to poison Swing him? Swinging a miss. Fucking salt. <laughs> you were oversalting his food, and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just didn't do it. Didn't do the job, huh? It's like, why is the spaghetti blue? Yeah. I don't think I want this. <laughs> this Kool-Aid tastes like Fabuloso. <laughs> Investigators say the motive was financial, and the result was a power struggle within the family. They described a vicious family feud in which Florida Lee's husband blocked her from giving preferential treatment to her favorite children. I mean, how do you give preferential treatment to, 50, to one of 55 kids? I Isn't mean, there's like an A-team and a B-team, right? I'm sure, I guess. Like... But I mean, at what point does it even matter? You know, I wonder how, I wonder how you decide the rotation. Well, clearly, her favorite one was the one that she married. Oh, I guess yeah. he he ate the best pussy. Uh, God, that's gross. <laughs> Brazilian newspaper. He was adopted. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's not that. <laughs> Brazilian newspapers know. have this week been filled with surreal details of Florida's alleged crimes, reporting that she began plotting to kill her husband in 2018. Her daughter's internet search history allegedly includes the word cyanide in food. The teenager says she was trying to help a friend who wanted advice on how to put down her dog. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. The reports include claims she wanted to kill her husband because she thought divorce ungodly, leaving her with no choice. Oh my God. <laughs> So naturally, you turn to murder. That has to be better. Gotta be, right? Gotta be. That's not one of those testament things, is it? Yeah. I was like, I like wait, is it? This say I thought it says thou shalt not bill. Like you shouldn't charge people. Yeah, that's what it is. Thou shalt not bill. Also, you can't name your kid William. Right. 
police reportedly believe that in the hours before Mr. DeComo's shooting, uh, he and Florida Lee's visited. A <laughs> <laughs> he and Florida Lee's visited a swingers club in the Rio neighborhood of Botafogo. They allege that Flavio de Santos Rodriguez, Ms. de Souza's biological son, shot his stepfather with a gun by Cesar de Santos, one of the couple's adopted children. It's a lot going on there. So much. Um, the motive was that she was unhappy in the way in which Pastor Anderson lived his life and handled the family finances. Uh, I... I, Look, here's the thing. Here's here, here's here's one thing about it though. It's like, I think, whenever um, someone ups and marries or has an affair with someone that they're raising, it's a red flag. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, it's dusty in here, so dusty in here. Um, so I don't <laughs> think that anyone should be that because I think that's a surprise. But they shouldn't be that surprised. No. So, yeah, it's so dusty in here. It is dusty in here. You should probably start cleaning up a little bit. Spring cleaning or summer cleaning, whatever. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. She checks all the boxes. Conservative, Christian, politician, celebrity. Psychopath. Swinger. Yeah. Psychopath. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how many I checked off, but I've heard of a trifecta. I've never heard of a, like, sec factor, whatever. It's like whatever. A- Octofector. It's like a that's like a shitstorm. This woman is absolutely batshit. Yo, batty as fuck. And she can't. And the thing is, she can't be touched. Can't be touched. Bulletproof. Yo, Teflon Don. That's why. So they they arrested your kids. I'm gonna need a movie of this. I'm gonna need a Netflix movie of this immediately. Yeah, I don't, I don't even. I don't even want Netflix to do it. I think I want it to. I think I, if there's gonna be a movie, I think it has to be like. Um, I think it might need some production, like some premium production value. She looks a little bit like if Halle Berry had alcohol poisoning <laughs> with a really bad dye job. Uh, yeah. I was going to say she looks like Michelle Williams if her hair was just put on wrong. Like yeah. They put, they put her hair on backwards. You're talking about Michelle Williams, the actress, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we give Michelle Williams the same uh, spray tan that... Um, she could kill that role, by the way. Like Rachel Dole. If you gave her like a Rachel Dolezal kind of makeover, I think that this would be a good role for her. To, like, we should probably... I mean... You no, know, let's sit on this. Let's not Let's not talk about this anymore. Let's call Netflix and we'll see what we can we get might, done. Well, we might have to... We, have, we might have to try to cast some Portuguese actors, though. Cause, might have to. Just yeah, to, you know... We, should, we, we don't, we don't want to like... We don't want to take them take jobs away from people. Right, you know right, right. Like, state your, state your take productions comes... What do we call this movie? What's the name of this movie? Um, let me see. Uh, Florida Lease, the murder of her husband's son. I don't know. Like that's terrible. It's, we'll come it's, back it's to a it. bad title. We'll it's a working title. working title. Working title. Working title. Um, I mean, I guess speaking of celebrities, we got to talk about the new Dancing with the Stars cast. I mean, we don't have to, but let's. let's. We, I know we have to. Um, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. You don't watch Dancing with the Stars. And yet somehow we are captivated by Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is on season 29, dude. Jesus. It's almost as old as I am. Yeah. 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 Um, sources say this, this, this season's <laughs> cast is going to be lit. <laughs> what source? <laughs> Who's the source? It's my source. My Hollywood sources. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
It's like this, this like I'm supposed to be on the side of the gas station. It's gonna be lit. Yeah. <laughs> Quote it. <laughs> you ready to hear this cast list? Just go for it. AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. Oh my god. Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette. I don't even what. I don't know. It's like a it's like so uh, someone I don't know in a show I don't watch. Literally, there's four people on here that I know. Uh, Monica Aldama from Netflix show Cheer. Yeah. No. That bitch Carol Baskin <laughs> from Tiger King. Vernon Davis from the NFL. Uh, Anne Heche. And Heche. Heche. Sky Jackson. Sometime lesbian. Not Sky Jackson. He's going to work on that. Work on that timing a little bit. And Anne Heche. Anne Heche. Right. Yeah. Sky Jackson. Justina Machado. Machado. Where's that from? Uh, One Day at a Time. Oh, yeah. That show got canceled on Netflix. Yeah, I remember that. I don't yeah. know what that is. It was a show on Netflix. Janine Mai, host of The Real. Yeah. She also dates um Young Jeezy. Oh, that's her? Yes, yeah, sir. That's that girl? Yeah, that's her. Wasn't she, didn't she say something really stupid about black guys? She definitely did. What did she say? She said some um like she said something like the, like they're just gonna be on the side like they're not the main. Dish right, like that, that. that's right. She yeah, said she, she wouldn't she, marry a black guy, but she would fuck him on the side. Yep, and yes, yeah, with young Jeezy. So yeah, that's cool. Well, there you go. That's cool. Uh, Jesse Metcalf from Desperate Housewives, Nelly of uh, Country Grammar fame. Fame. Yeah. Your boy Charles Oakley. My brother Charles Oakley. Arrest me. Arrest me like my brother Charles Oakley. <laughs> um, Nev Schulman from Catfish. Christine, Chris, Chriselle Staus from another Netflix show that I don't know. What's the title? Selling Sunset. I, I got nothing. That's the spinoff from Crushing Rainbows. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny Weir, Olympic figure skater. I know who that is. Who's your pick? Oh, to win? Yeah. Um... I'm gonna go Dark Horse. I'm gonna go Charles Oakley. Yeah, I think that I think going with a um a, a an athlete is usually a good. Yeah, pick. I think Charles Oakley. Is, I think I think he got it. I think um I think I, I when I look at him, I see um mean cha cha. Like I, yeah, that's what I get from Charles. When I look He's at Charles got the Oakley. hips for it. Yeah, I, I, I see him. I see him doing like a really nice samba. Yeah, you know his like, hips don't lie. Yeah, they don't. And they're strong as fuck. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna go. You're gonna go Oak Tree. Oak Tree. For the Oakshi for the win. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Johnny Weir. You got Johnny Weir. Yeah, he's got the figure skating background. Yeah, you know, like oh, you're being serious. Well, I mean, look, because no, because because you want do you want to put some actual no? Because like, uh, your pick makes sense. I like me like Charles Oakley doing a samba is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I actually like, I, I just said it. I actually sounds, don't hate it. Look, the man's got the man's got personality. <laughs> he's got the footwork for it. Yeah, his personality. Does that footwork? So but let's like, not. The thing about Charles Oakley is Charles Oakley looks like when I when I honestly see Charles Oakley, I like even when I saw him get unveiled as a cast member, his face said "fuck dancing." Like that's just what I get from Charles Oakley. Yeah, yeah. So I picked him just because I think it sounds funny. He definitely lost a bet, and I can't wait for them to roast him on inside the NBA. Oh on, man, they gonna kill like that's pro- that's probably the best thing you get out of this mm-hmm. is the sim getting roasted. I can't wait. Yeah. Do you have an education worth this week? I do have an education. Um, it's this little bit of relationship advice, just so those the, the, the single people out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Are right, you listening? Yeah, cool. Um, 
I just want to tell people, like, you know, if people are trying to look to, look to find someone, you know, and I don't let people know that when, you, when you're trying to find love, you got to start with loving yourself first. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, because you got, you got to believe in what you got going on. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the way I see it is that you know you better than anyone. Are you talking to me personally, or are you just saying you to the people? Whoever is listening. Okay. You too. Gotcha. Like, you know you better than anyone. Like, I you know, don't know myself that well. You don't? You, you know you're better than other people, though, right? That is true. Yeah, you know you're better than anyone. So that's what I'm saying. So if you, like, if, if simply, if you can't, if you can't believe in what you got going on, how can you tell, expect anyone else to? You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really just believe in what, you have to believe that what you have is worthwhile. You have to believe that if you're going into a relationship, that you can add value. Like, whenever you talk to someone and say, she's out of my league, it's like, nope, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like you can't think people out your league. You gotta be. You gotta. You have to go into any relationship thinking that, or any relationship thinking that. You know, I could add value to this person's life. They may not see it, and even if they, because they, when you think that, well, even if they reject you, you're like it's fine, because you know that you have that value, and you know you can, like it, it may not be here, but it could be somewhere else. I will say this: when I started bartending, I had to learn how to come out of my shell a little bit more, be a yeah. little more charismatic. By the time I was done, there's not a single person that I can't talk to now exactly so i shoot at everybody you guys think i'm joking about shooting my shot with lolo jones i'm not no i've seen it i'm absolutely not i've seen it i'm in the dms i've seen it i'm waiting for her to see it because she hasn't even looked at it but i know when she does she'll respond yeah man just like that's what i'm saying dolly parton dolly parton she's up next <laughs> if, if lolo jones slights me i'm hitting up dolly parton that's what's up that's the next one on the I list i like the energy and if dolly parton doesn't respond what's up taylor rooks I'm I telling you, you, like, yeah, like, just I like the energy, man. That's what it's got to be. You just got to be able to know that you can add value to people's lives, man. That's just all it is. Like, as soon as you know that, then everything else becomes easier. Because it's like, even if you're single, like, you know that you're worthwhile anyway. So it's just, I think, it, like, it starts there. So, I mean, I, I think people would like to have, like, relationship advice and, like, say how to talk to people, where to talk to people. I'm just like, no, it starts with you. Like, just, yeah, you got you to gotta be able to love yourself and love what you got going on before you can go meet someone else. Because that makes everything easier. What does it start with? You. Actually, it starts with one. One thing I don't know why. Doesn't really matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. Oh, I know. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yo, the next time you motherfuckers hear us, we're going to be 100 episodes deep. Yup. Deep in them balls. One, one, zero, zero. Deep in them shits. Um, seriously though, like that's fucking crazy to think about. Like we've seen each other almost without fail, with a f- couple of exceptions. Except yeah, I was in Nigeria for a bit. You were in Nigeria for a bit. We had to lock down on the quarantine for a little bit. Yeah, we had to do that shitty fucking anchor shows, which I hate. Don't say the a word. Um, Banker. <laughs> but I mean, a hundred episodes. Tanker. Sorry. What? Without missing a week. Yeah. Is uh. I don't know, man. Like, the, I don't know if there's a lot of podcasts that can say that, to be quite honest. No. Nah. I mean, I'm just saying. Neither, look, to add on to this relationship thing, I mean, it's pretty evident with you, but if you're wondering about me, I'm definitely not afraid of commitment if you're listening. There you go. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, at State Your Take. Check out our playlist on Spotify. Just state your take list with Ed and Aaron. I got some fire picks this week. I, 
I'm fucking psyched for you to hear this one this one song that I found. Cool. Um, you got anything you want to add? Um, thank you for listening. Like, like what you do, you do the, you do more for me than I do for you. We love most of you. Most of you. Don't care for the rest of you. Yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Gamma Gator Productions.